Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Hey everyone, how are you doing this morning? So I wanna talk about a real estate market that I am looking at for kind of early indications about what potentially could happen in my market. Uh, this market I'm referring to is Las Vegas, Nevada. I think there's a lot of things going on in the real estate market across the nation. Uh, I do think Las Vegas is an epicenter of, I almost want to say pain, but you know we may not know just yet. And I've been spending some time trying to figure out a source for Las Vegas data. Uh, I have found actually a YouTube channel, which I will give full um, props to here in a minute. I actually don't remember the name just currently, but it's on slide number one. And what this gentleman has done is he's put, put out data every month. Uh, and it's allowed me to go back and kind of watch what I see coming. Uh, I see... Uh, a slow train wreck occurring now that uh, I don't know if a slow train wreck can accelerate. Can a slow train wreck accelerate? I don't know what that means, but I think it gets worse from here. Uh, we're going to talk about the data that he provides. He, uh, I'll summarize his, his opinion. Uh, he is in the market. Uh, he is a real estate agent. Might actually be a broker. I'm going to call him an agent because I'm not sure. Uh, but again, I'd love to talk to him. I've reached out to him via comments on his videos. Uh, via email and phone. Uh, so do me a favor. If you like this content uh, and you'd like me to speak with him, can you go to his YouTube channel and leave some comments and say, hey, uh, you and the One Rental at a Time channel should do a, a joint interview. I would appreciate it. Maybe if a few of you went to his channel and said, hey, um, you know, come talk to Michael. Uh, I think you'd be good for both of us. So again, let me bring it up and uh, we will go from there. So as I mentioned, I want to give full credit to the source of this information. This is not my data. This is his. Uh, I am going to give you my opinions on the data because that's what I'm looking for. Again, I am looking to Vegas to tell me about what could happen in other markets. Uh, so again, this YouTube channel is the Le Lebo Group. Uh, again, if you could do me a favor, go to that channel, leave a comment on one of his videos saying, hey, uh, you and one rental at a time uh, should do a joint interview. That would be great. Uh, and his name, uh, I believe, is Brian Lebo, uh, who was giving the talk. And again, I've watched plenty of his videos. And Brian, if you ever watch this, great job. Uh, I think what you're doing for uh, the Vegas market and really for all folks looking at real estate is tremendous. So thank you for being a source of just factual based data. It's not sensationalized. It's kind of just is what it is. So Brian, very nice job uh, and congratulations. So let's talk about the market. Or actually, let's talk about why Vegas first. Why am I looking at Vegas? Well, Vegas, first off, is a big market, right? Uh, it's also very volatile. Uh, I've been watching Vegas at least casually for more than a decade now because it went through kind of the same boom bust cycle as California. and. Um, you know, when, when I can see similarities like that, it catches my attention. Uh, I do think Vegas next boom bust cycle is happening now. Uh, but I believe we are going to be able to figure out what is really going on. And they're going to bust 
in my opinion, before California uh, this time, just because it's such a entertainment hotbed. So again, I want to watch what's going on in Vegas because maybe Vegas isn't going to be as bad as I thought. Maybe I'm just wrong. And that would allow me to go, okay, if I'm wrong about Vegas, I'm wrong about other things as well. So Vegas has really got my attention. Um, I do believe like many things, this boils down to a supply demand discussion at some point. Uh, I think we have seen significant supply constraint recently. Uh, I think we're going to probably see an artificial bump in demand once things loosen up. But what happens ongoing? That's the big question. <laughs> we're in kind of a short air bubbles right now. But what, what's going to go on as we enter the winter, as we enter 2021? Those are the things I'm watching. And that's why uh, I'm going to be watching Brian's channel every month. And I am a subscriber of his channel. Again, price volatility, that's a big thing for me. I see similarities in Vegas. I like price volatility. Let's be very clear. Price volatility has helped me retire early. A boring market like this, I'm not retired. I'm still working. But because I could get out near the peak and come in at the bottom and get out at the peak and maybe get in at the bottom again, uh, we were able to, to shorten our, uh, our cycle. So uh, that was important for us. Another one. You know, if you watch this channel, I'm always focused on the consumer. I think Vegas is one of those markets that you're going to see consumer behavior, uh, right? Are the legacy employees of all of these uh, casinos, are they leaving, right? Are they putting up their houses or are they just leaving their apartments and going to other states because the casino industry will be smaller in the future? Um, are, are consumers not scared, right? Do they have cabin fever? Uh, I read about a casino in North Dakota recently that had a huge spike in uh, attendees because, you know, uh, the, you know, cabin fever factor when they, when they let people come in. So maybe Vegas, you know, maybe this is all blah and, you know, Vegas opens up, you know, whatever the first casino is and it's packed. I don't know, maybe. Uh, so I'm going to be watching. Uh, again, those price swings, it's really about what stuff sells for, trades for, price drops, all of that. Those are all interesting metrics that I want to do. And again, I believe that Vegas is a second home vacation market. Um, I believe there are a lot of people that have a second home there. Maybe it's in one of those, you know, high rise condo ish kind of things. So I'm going to look to see if consumers are cutting back, right? Are they cutting back on second homes? Are they selling at whatever cost? Just what's going on? I think Vegas can tell us a lot and that's why I will be watching. So what were the April data? Uh, April sales last, uh, again, this is Brian's data, not mine. Uh, he recorded 1,794 sales um, in April 2020. That's a 32.5% decline. Um, you know, in his video, he talks about he thought it might be a little more. Uh, but as he correctly mentions, a fair amount of those seven, almost 1,800 sales were contracts signed, earnest money deposits in pre-closing, right? So if you had a signed contract in the first week of March um, and you had a significant earnest money deposit and you could get a loan, uh, you probably closed. That's what this really means. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with May data because I believe May data is going to be unimaginably ugly, um, but we shall see. And again, just for comparisons, if you're like a data geek like me, April 2019 sales were 2,657. So again, let's call it 2,650 in 19 and 1,800 in 2020. So great data, Brian. That's, that's awesome. 
So next up, uh, median home sales price. Again, this is one of those numbers we got to be careful on. It's going to get a lot of press these days, not only about Vegas, but nationally with the Case-Shiller Index and all that stuff. A lot of people are talking about prices being up, but demand being down. It's, it's almost not apples to apples when we have such a constrained listings and stuff that's retrading is, you know, almost have to have. Uh, so again, in Vegas, again, Brian's numbers, not mine. Um, prices on month on month were down 2%, but year on year, they were up. Uh, year on year, they were up, let's call it 3%, right? They were 209, almost 299,000 in April of 19. And they were, let's call it 309,000 in 2020. Uh, but the real, the real pain on price for me won't be till June, right? Because a lot of March was already in the cake before shutdown. Uh, but still, month on month, you saw a 2% price drop. And that could just be, be because the high end is shut down, right? You can get an artificial 2% price drop with just the three largest transactions not moving forward. That's, that's how statistics can lie to you. So it'll be interesting to see where stuff is trading. Again, this is um, Brian's data or Brian's data. Uh, inventory levels uh, actually increased. This is where Brian and I, it'd be nice to have a conversation. Uh, so listings on the market were 6,002. So let's call it 16. Uh, that actually increased 16% month on month. But check out this one. This is, this is why I want to talk with Brian. He has seen a 42% increase in listings since Vegas shut down. I got to know why. That's just amazing to me. 42% increase in listings. That is not what I am seeing in most markets. This is why I'm watching Vegas. 42% increase in listings. California, Fresno, right? We did a conversation with Michael Hernandez on Sunday, I think. Listings are down like 20%. But yet in Vegas, they're up 42%. What's going on, Brian? I want to know. My guess, and I think I get into this. Oh, it's right there. Um, no, it's not there. Uh, what I think is going on is I think a lot of builders are putting stuff on the market, right? If you own one of those high rises and you used to sell your units with open houses and marketing pieces and now nobody's coming, you just throw stuff on the MLS and hope and pray. So I'd be really, really curious how many like condos and whatnot are thrown on the market from builders, right? New construction. In my market, even though listings are down, new construction listings are up 50 to 60%. So it's not an apples to apples market. We gotta understand why. This is a big question. Why 42% up? I would love to talk to Brian about that and peel back those numbers. Uh, Brian does a good job of going into the last two weeks because it's interesting. Uh, he says two weeks ago, only 42 new homes were added. And then last week, home, sale, home listings fell by 10. So lost 10 homes. Again, that's interesting, right? You're seeing a trend. You saw a huge spike when the... Um, when the shutdown happened, again, I'm guessing that's new construction, but again, Brian and I need to talk. Uh, and now what you have is you just have the must sells, right? So you had 42 must listings two weeks ago, and then everybody else is just hunkered down. So they're not listing and hence you saw a loss of 10 homes. So I don't know. This is just very interesting data because I, it, it's, I think Vegas is going to be an early indicator for lots of us. So I'm going to pay attention to what Brian puts out every month. So this is his theory. I've tried to summarize it the best I can. Um, so he thinks when the quarantine started, lots of listing came because it was kind of like toilet paper, right? You were in a rush. You wanted to hoard. 
so maybe the, the, when things shut down, you were uh, really, really just wanted to sell. That doesn't hold water with what I've seen in other states, certainly not in my city. Um, if you want to sell, you typically don't want people trapsing through your house. But again, maybe, uh, as I say earlier, Vegas is a secondary market and your homes are vacant. It's not what you live every time. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I really think it's builders. I really think all that rush of listings is what I'm seeing in my market with builders. But again, Brian and I need to talk. Uh, the May inventory retraction is interesting. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have to see uh, if that continues, right? He talks about 10 houses lost last week. Uh, he does say when phase one kind of happens and the city starts to crack open, he thinks buyers are going to jump back in. I, uh, I disagree. I disagree. I'd love to be wrong, right? Again, Brian is on the ground. Brian's know the market. Again, when in doubt, I'll take his opinion. But I don't know. Buyers jumping back in to buy property in Vegas. I just can't see that, right? Lots of people unemployed. Lots of people risk. Lots just risk, risk, risk. I just, I think that's a hope. I can't, I, I mean, I just, I don't know what to say. I think, I don't think investors come back yet. I don't think we have price discovery. Uh, I just don't, I just don't see it. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, but we'll see. So this is what I think's going on. Uh, so when the quarantine started, kind of said it already, but I just wanted to summarize my thought. I think builders listed their properties. I think they had to shut down their open houses and their tours and all that stuff that they used. And because there's no other options, they throw them in the MLS. I'd love to ask Brian that data. Um, so when this phase one starts, when it kind of cracks opens, I think listings will go up for sure. Uh, I just picked 10%. I think they'll go up a little bit. I think there are some homeowners that want to sell and get out. Um, I think there are some homeowners that lost their jobs and they want to sell and move somewhere else with family. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I just wonder if that's all the high end, right? There's all high ends. There's second homes. I don't see it being the affordable stuff that I track for one rental at a time, right? Rent cash flow rentals. Uh, I think it's going to be the, uh, the nice to have stuff. I think it will be the high end. Uh, and I think it will be people with second homes because again, it's not where they live, but they're going to invite, they're going to try to sell it to reduce debt and monthly expenses. So when phase one starts, um, I really think that, that, you know, listings are going to explode. So the first one is if phase one doesn't start, this one is if it does start, I think we're going to see an exodus of Vegas. I think there is I think there are some people that were working at the casinos and restaurants and entertainment and all of that that are just going to have to find jobs elsewhere. Uh, and that will be some home sellers. Uh, there will be people in second homes that realize living in a desert is not fun. Um, I just, this is just going to be interesting to me, but here's, here's where it really gets interesting is where does demand and supply go? I think supply far exceeds demand. And this is probably where Brian and I disagree. Uh, and again, I'm happy to be wrong. I just see supply far outpacing demand for months, quarters, and maybe years to come. I think it could be as bad as five to 10 X. And that's where you have price deterioration. Uh, I do not see Vegas being business as usual, uh, at least the rest of this year. 
it's just not going to be a normal market. Um, you know, Brian was nice enough to reply to one of my comments on his videos and he, he highlighted to me that Airbnb is not really a thing in Vegas because it was outlawed. So again, this is why you got to rely on local knowledge. So thank you, Brian. Um, but again, it is a second home market. Uh, there are people that have those condos and whatnot there. And um, I think they're going to want to lower their monthly expenses and they're going to want to sell it. And uh, I think there are going to be people that lost their jobs and can't have two mortgage payments and they're going to want to be a forced seller. Uh, I think Brian and I agree on this last one, forbearance. I think it would be great to get forbearance data on Vegas. Uh, it's got to be 20, 25%, I think as Brian highlights. And that's just going to be a slow bleed over the next 12 to 18 months, right? If Vegas comes back and it is what it was, maybe you can get by this. But if Vegas, if Vegas comes back at half what it was, man, not going to be okay. And then again, why I'm watching Vegas is because it, it has an owner-occupant feel to it, but also an investor market. And I just don't see investors coming back until there's price erosion. I think prices will be down 30 to 40% from peak dollar. And then you may get some investors coming back. Um, I think rent strikes are a big deal in apartment buildings in Vegas when they're very, um, when they're full with uh, entertainment and retail and restaurants and all of that. I just, I'm nervous. And again, I'd love to talk to Brian about investors in Vegas and see what they're thinking, but I don't see investors coming back in mass until there's price erosion of 30 to 40%. So from my standpoint, again, this is 100% my opinion, not Brian's. Brian did not say any of this. This is, again, 100% mine. Uh, Vegas is untouchable from an investment perspective until at least 2021. We've got to have price discovery. We've got to figure out the rent thing. Is that Rents could go down in Vegas. Really, it really could go down. So we got to figure it out. I believe Vegas will offer plenty of properties at 50% discounts to peak pricing. Again, this is why I'm watching Vegas because it could be a sign of what's to come in other markets and I appreciate Brian's videos. Um, I do also believe Vegas will be a wonderful market to own real estate in again. It's one of those ups and downs and ups and downs. And again, it will be a great market, but when? It could be years away, I don't know. Uh, and then again, folks, if you like this video, do me a favor and go to Brian's channel. Uh, I think it was the Lebo Group or Lebo Group. I'd love to interview Brian on this channel. Uh, and just talk about Vegas. There's so much stuff we can do together. And then lastly, always remember one rental at a time works, but you must learn your market, learn your market, learn your market, understand what's going on. I'm watching Vegas because I know my market well, and I see my market, at least California, at least last time it kind of rhymed with Vegas. And I think Vegas is going to be an early mover of price erosion and destruction and supply demand. So I'm watching it early up front. So again, if you like this, this kind of content, make sure you go to Brian's channel, hit the subscribe button so you see the updates when I do. Uh, also, leave a comment, say, hey, love for you to be interviewed by one rental at a time. I'd love to get them on this channel. Because again, Vegas is, it's an epicenter for us. It's the canary in the coal mine. And I think if we can understand what happens in Vegas, it could tell us across the country about what's going on. So in the end, have a wonderful day. Take care.